WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. Over the last 14 years, 90 buildings have been demolished in Chicago's Pilsen neighborhood. In order to protect architecture and art, Chicago officials can designate historical landmark districts around the city. The Commission on Chicago Landmarks wants to create such a district in Pilsen. But some residents say the designation might save the buildings, but it will displace working-class families. WBEZ's Maria Ines Zamudio reports. I'm standing under the tracks of the 18th Street Pink Line Station. It's one of the stops of the mural tour I'm taking around Pilsen. Uh, this piece is done by two artists, Roberto Valadez uh, and Traz. Of course, it's the portrait of Frida Kahlo. That's Luis Tubins. He's leading the tour. He's an artist and an arts educator. There's a huge image of Mexican painter and feminist icon Frida Kahlo. She has massive monarch butterfly wings. You're going to see throughout different Mexican art for the reasons that it represents. Metamorphosis, change, but also the butterfly is able to migrate cross borders without needing um, a visa or papers. There are hundreds of colorful murals around this neighborhood. Each mural has a message or a piece of history highlighting the culture of this Mexican immigrant community. These murals set Pilsen apart from other communities, and they're adored. But in recent years, gentrification has changed Pilsen, and many families have been displaced, and some murals have been lost. Three years ago, a developer painted over the murals on former Casa Aslan Community Center, sparking outrage. This is an issue many residents are talking about as developers continue to buy properties and rehab them. What really happens is that it opens up this greater conversation of like mural and physical building. What I mean by that is if there is a mural on the building and you buy the building, does the mural automatically belong to you or does the mural belong to the community? The city is trying to protect the history of this neighborhood by restricting what property owners can do to the facades of their buildings, including the murals. This is the first time a city policy is being used to protect Pilsen from the effects of gentrification. If the historic landmark designation is approved, it would be the first for a Latino neighborhood in Chicago. The Pilsen Historical Landmark District protects 465 Baroque-style structures along 18th Street. A previous proposal would have protected 900 of these buildings. Over the years, waves of working-class immigrants have made Pilsen their home. Czech immigrants rebuilt the neighborhood after the Great Chicago Fire. And in the 1960s, the neighborhood started to change when many European immigrants moved to the suburbs and Mexican immigrants started to move in. By 1970, Mexican-born residents accounted for half of Pilsen's population. New businesses started opening to accommodate the new population. This song talks about the history behind the successful restaurant Carnitas Uruapan, which opened in 1975. So my dad um, immigrated here from Mexico in 1969, part of a big wave of immigration back then. That's Marcos Carvajal. He grew up in Pilsen and now runs this popular restaurant with his father. Carvajal says he supports the city's plans to protect murals, but questions whether the designation will displace people who can't afford to keep up with the rising cost. 
Last year, Carvajal tried to get a permit to update a sign, but the process cost him more than expected because of the pending historical designation. Something that was supposed to be a $150 permit renewal morphed into a $3,000 expense. Carvajal said getting a simple permit renewed turned into a nightmare. He was forced to hire a permit expediter to help him navigate the new restrictions. He fears the bureaucracy could be used to push residents out. There's now going to be more red tape around getting building permits to do that and navigating a committee to get you know, approval for any changes to my building beyond the scope of what my neighbors might have to deal with just because my building is a Baroque-style building from a certain era and you know, building across the street or next door to me might not be. That, to me, is not logical. Carvajal is not alone. Other residents fear the designation will be used as a tool to displace working-class families who can't afford to make necessary repairs. In the 25th Ward, the city has issued more than 2,400 code enforcement violations since the start of 2019. And what's even more concerning is that this type of enforcement has contributed to the displacement of people of color in gentrifying neighborhoods in other cities. Stacy Sutton teaches urban planning at the University of Illinois at Chicago. Sutton documented how land use policies and code enforcement were used to displace a black business owner in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. The city used building code enforcement to put pressure on small business owners to the point in which some small business owners had to close because they couldn't afford the fines and fees. Officials recently introduced a new financial resource for residents who need help paying for repairs. About $3 million is now allocated for Pilsen and Little Village residents. City officials said property owners will not see any additional cost. But Alderman Byron Sicho Lopez says property owners may be required to repair the facades in order to comply with the new historical designation. The repairs for those uh, facades are not voluntary. They are mandated. Longtime residents are fighting back. On a recent Monday evening, a caravan of cars took over 18th Street for a couple of blocks, honking their horns to express opposition to the designation. Vicky Lugo's mom owns a building on 18th Street. Lugo is afraid more families will be displaced. Many families are facing very difficult times. This pandemic is making matters worse, and the city is only adding to already burdened families like my mom and pushing low-income families out of Pilsen. More than 400 property owners have signed affidavits opposing the landmark designation. Alderman Sicho Lopez is on the city's zoning committee, and he's pushing for the committee to vote on the measure. If the committee doesn't vote it down, the designation will automatically become law next February. Marina Samudio, WBEZ News.